I have to agree, it's pretty cool. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Most Magnificent Thing, by Ashley Spires, published by Kids Can Press. It's Pearl Harbor Day. Let us take the time to remember those lost in the attack on Pearl Harbor. We will never forget. I have to apologize. I looked high and low, but could not find a book on Pearl Harbor that would suffice for today. So, we'll have to review a book that has nothing to do with it. My bad. The most magnificent thing drops in on a girl with her friend. The girl has an idea that she wants to create, but she has a hard time making it come to fruition. Will this girl actually be able to realize her invention? Or will she be a washed-up failure with her dreams in the scrap heap? Well, bring a drawing board, grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin with this depressing statement. Quote, This is a regular girl and her best friend in the whole wide world. They do all kinds of things together. They race, they eat, they explore, they relax. End quote. Her best friend's a dog. Is she so unlikable that no human wants to be friends with her? What, does she take controversial opinions all the time? I think the World Cup shouldn't have been played in Qatar. You know what? That Kathy Bates is classically beautiful. I was thinking... That Kanye West says some intriguing things. Well, at least she found someone. Or should I say, something. These two go together like peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, the metaverse, and success. Moving on, it turns out the girl had an inspiration for an invention and calls it the title of the book. She makes it sound easy to put together, which that right there should be the first and only clue that it's not going to be. Then she hires her dog as an employee. What is this, a logistics company? This is definitely not going to go well. Like we thought, she makes her first prototype and quickly realizes this little project isn't going to be as easy as she thought. The whole thing is all sorts of fucked up. I have no clue what she's going for. It looks like a combination of a rat trap and your grandparents' old television set. So she makes several more attempts, and none of those turn out either. She's a real Alexander Graham Bell. Frustration sets in, and she starts banging things together and trying to force things in the wrong places, like a drunk dad fixing the garbage disposal. Ah! That oughta do it! Inevitably, she ends up smashing her hand and giving up. So her trusty dog friend has her take him on a walk, and she gets a little breather. You know, a little... Woosa. Finally, after the long walk, they come across all of her attempts at her invention lined up on the sidewalk. I don't remember everything looking that neat, but I'll just go with it. Looking at all of her failures, it hits her. She realizes she had various things right on each one. So she gets back to work to combine the good things from each failure. But while this is going on, other people show up and snatch her failed attempts and they don't even bother leaving some spare change. That's the problem with living in a city. You can't leave anything out. And judging by these people, 
you can't trust anyone either. It's always the person you least expect. What's most shocking is, they don't have masks on or anything to disguise themselves. They just walk up and take them. Now that takes some balls. Even though some of these people don't look like they have any. But who am I to assume? You know what assuming does. What do you know? The girl finishes her little project. Quote, The pair take a good, long look. It leans a little to the left, and it's a bit heavier than expected. The color could use a bit of work, too. But it's just what she wanted. End quote. That's what she said. As it turns out, her invention was invented years ago. She came up with a sidecar, and she straps it on to her scooter. And the two of them take it for a spin, like they're in the movie Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. I have to admit, that is magnificent. I'm a sucker for a good sidecar. So what's the lesson? I would say it's got hints of, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Well, as long as it's worth it. The story also looks at the frustrations that come along with failure and controlling your emotions by stepping away and coming back when you have a fresh mind, which is a pleasant way to cool down. We don't see morals like this one too often, and it's nice to get away from all the just-be-you shit we see all the time. What do I think of Ashley's work? Like I said, the moral was nice. The story was relatable, and she had a great use of verbs that made the story all the more fun. I'll give her credit as well for letting her pictures do some of the talking. And moving to her pictures, the different perspectives kept the story fresh, and her use of color to give certain objects more importance was a nice touch as well. So, if you're working on something big and having trouble putting it all together, glance at this book. If a girl whose only friend is a dog can accomplish her goals, you sure as hell can. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 3.6. I'll have a heapin' helpin' and go back for a few more bites. Just don't ask me to try and fit in that sidecar after. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.